invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. You legendary. Hey, yo, we made it podcast. You know, it's another week when Caesar got a new shirt that's sweet. Who does that say? I'm trying to read it. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> for the <slide. laughs> See, there was another Wu Tang shirt. <laughs> this one went to the Wu Tang outlet. <laughs> it's the same shirt as last time. Really? No. Is it reversible? No. <laughs> the slums of Shaolin, dog. Which is a reversible shirt. The slums of Shaolin. This dude. Do you know where Shaolin is? Do you know what they're talking about? In New York? Yeah. Brooklyn? Staten Island. Oh. That, that, that's where that's where most of the only people that care about that is people in New York. <laughs> Wu Tang is for the children, dog. It's one of the biggest group. I think it's the biggest group ever in hip hop, really. What is the what do you mean biggest group ever? It's the biggest hip hop group ever. I don't think they're bigger than B2K. Uh, hip hop, sir. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um they weren't bigger than YMCMB. That wasn't a real group, yeah, but you did have that sweater too. Don't think I forgot. I did. This was hard. <laughs> you probably still got it. Uh, anyway, episode 267, We Made It Podcast. Back in the building. If you're here, go check out Can I Kick It Podcast. We did a league on review, a preview of sorts with the homie uh, over there, Can I Kick It Podcast. That was a lot of fun. Make sure you check that out. Go subscribe to them. Um, Today, me and Caesar are going to talk about a few different things. We got to talk about the media bullying, Ronaldo. We got to talk about the recent uh, PSG drama. Might got to do an update on Benjamin Mendy's uh, uh, rape case or cases. And maybe some ooh-ah. Our word. Our word. Yeah. Um, I'll say our word later, but. And also some ooh-ah rumors. And also. Um, at some point, me and Caesar, I, I was like, "Dog, let's let's wrap the show." You know what I'm saying? Let's do bars through the whole show. But Caesar's scared; he's nervous. He don't really feel like I'm he- not nervous. I'm just not, I'm just gonna be bad. It's not about being nervous. Uh, I don't think you'll be bad. I think you know English well enough, even though you're like that. I wasn't born here. <laughs> I wasn't born here, though. Don't forget that. Um, but anyway, Caesar, dog, what's going on with your boy Ronaldo? He's really getting bullied out here. Caesar, I went. To, I was looking up articles, and okay, so the BBC got an article. It says Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo will soon reveal the truth about his future. In the first paragraph, it says, although the Portuguese wants to leave United, new manager Eric Ten Hag said he's not for sale. I'm like, how are you going to come out with a whole rumor in the first paragraph? So okay, it says although the Portuguese wants to leave, and it says the wants to leave United is a link to another article. In that article, there's no quotes of him saying he wants to leave. Like, not one. So, I'm like, dude, you're still doing it. <laughs> like, you're the people he's talking about. Yeah. Um, it's really strange. There's, like, some kind of agenda. Um, it, there's the fake news media, the fake news media. Um, That's dripping, dog. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Also, why would you get such a big piece? Can you like get a smaller piece? I cut big pieces. 
This man is eating watermelon with a fork and knife, but still cutting big pieces. Um, <laughs> anyways, I don't know why you're showing us how we're talking about Ronaldo, but I'm uncomfortable. This show is, I'm really uncomfortable with this episode. This is a bait episode, dog. You're trying to get us baited, dude. You should just put this show on TikTok now exclusively mm-hmm. instead of YouTube. Um, No, I just think it sucks because um, there's not like any like real evidence for it. It's not like there's like and like they've always they there's like two instances where like all they do is screen grab him like upset and they're using that as like motivation. I knew it was gonna start getting fugazi when they dropped that uh thing about him leaving early. And remember they were using that, like, oh, he left early during preseason, that's unacceptable. But it was really funny because it's very tiny put that like the whole team had dipped. Like, Other players it, it did wasn't it too. like basically yeah. the whole locker room had dipped early. That the first half players had already left, so they were putting Ronaldo left. Um, and then they like after like a couple paragraphs, they would put that Ronaldo and other teammates. I'm like, how come you're not name dropping? Was it Captain Harry Maguire? Did he leave early? Can we get some names? Because there's people you guys care about on there. How about you name one English guy? I would love to hear an English guy. So it's all be, it's it's all reported extremely biased versus Ronaldo. We're calling it bullying because bullying is is the act of imposing, like imposing action on people and them, them not able to do any retribution. They're just at the mercy of it, right? You're at the mercy of this. And that's what it is because he can't, he doesn't control news outlets and Bam is still eating watermelon and <laughs> because he's supporting fake news media. <laughs> no, no plan. No, it, it's honestly really frustrating. If, if, if you want to dissect and say that Manu had a, has off season has been poor, and Ronaldo has not been contributing to it being any better, whatever, dude. I don't care. That's fine. You can do your 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 uh, couch quarterback or couch coach uh, move. But when you're starting to like create these things, saying, "Oh, he was offered to Atletico, and then this and this, and nobody wants him, and his wages too high," but then he's being offered here, but then Ten Hag says he's not offered. I'm like, you're you're starting to backtrack on your own rumors and there's no accountability so you can just make up whatever exactly um i guess uh gary neville said on social media why does the greatest player of all time have to wait two weeks to tell manchester united fans the truth stand up now and speak the club is in crisis and it needs leaders to lead he's the only one who can grab the situation by the scruff of the neck uh gary neville the reason why he's got to wait is because it doesn't matter if he comes out and says anything the lose, media, lose. yeah, the media is just going to say they're they're just going to twist it no matter what. So I think what Ronaldo's doing is a smart thing: is wait till the transfer window is closed and then say I was never going to leave. Like y'all were saying, I wanted to leave. I never said that. Y'all were saying, calling me the incredible sulk or whatever. And, and and honestly, like you said, they'll just put any like clip of him like being disappointed on the pitch, which like players do that the entire match. And say, like, oh, look how angry he is. It's like, okay, yeah, dude, because they suck. Yeah. But, but and he I, wants to win. I hope yeah. he's angry. Well, I want to be want to be happy down 4 0. Yeah. I hope he's pissed because I'm pissed. Everybody's pissed. I'm not even a man you fan. <laughs> and honestly, the, the, the thing I hate about it the most is that like when Zlatan went to Milan, they're not looking at Zlatan as the reason why Milan is supposed to win. Why? Because he's 37, 38, 39 years old or whatever. Ronaldo's 37 years old. I'm like, no matter how good I think he is, if you're supposed to be 40, by the way, 
Yeah, we're not, that's not time. Uh, <laughs> like, if you're supposed to be some big club and you got, like, these big players, like like Rashford and Sancho, the future of England or whatever, you should be talking about how come they're not taking, like, uh, uh, making this team win. Rashford's supposed to be some superstar for England. Sancho's supposed to be some superstar for England. $100 million dude. Um, how come he doesn't have any responsibility or any pressure to make this team win? Just just because Ronaldo's there? Ronaldo is 37 years old. Look at Messi. Caesar, you know at no point last season, Messi did not have a good season, like especially when it came to numbers. At all. At no point in the season were they blaming Messi for PSG losing to Real Madrid or not playing well. They didn't blame Messi one time. They were blaming Neymar and Pochettino or whoever. Whoever they can do to just let Messi not take any blame. But when it comes to Ronaldo, for whatever reason, you know, maybe his skin is too dark. You know, maybe um, maybe it's because he's from Portugal and it's like a small country and like, you know, their their media is not big enough to really support him. Maybe it's because, you know, I think there's another part of it, too, is like, and, and we talked about this in the past when we had the episode, Ronaldo, the American athlete. Um, there's like, there's this like, especially when it comes to English media, there's like this like every man type of soccer player dude that they like. Somebody who's not like overly athletic or like overly muscular. He's like naturally short or shorter. Um, Not like somebody who's like a workout warrior like that, but he's still good. Someone like Messi or like Maradona or like probably Gary Neville or like Ryan Shearer or even Wayne Rooney is a good example of that. Like he he could could be a regular guy, you know, but he happens to be really good football player. Ronaldo doesn't fit that mold because he is like an extreme, like a, a, a supreme athlete and he's a workout warrior. And I think that that makes them mad a little bit. Like they can't really relate to that. And and when we talked about that old episode, it's like we grew up watching basketball and football, American football. You, that's what you're watching is like the, the pinnacle athlete on TV. You you can't relate to that. <laughs> like, no. no, like I can never be Chad Johnson or whoever or like uh Lamar Odom. You know, I see I remember when you said like when you found out you were gonna be like six four only, and you're like, damn, I'm trying to be six ten like Lamar Odom. <laughs> you know I mean? No, I mean because because it's like first of all, like I I you can what like you said, we will never whenever I see videos of even like Ronaldo talking to somebody and it feels weird, I'm like I'm understanding that this is a megastar. Like, he's not, like, he's not going to have normal interactions. Like, the interaction I am would have the first time with Ronaldo is his 15th billionth interaction with the person that has tried to come at him and be like, oh, I relate to you, blah, 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 like, all this, any of that. Like, he, he lives a different life, and he's a freak athlete. They're talking about when he used to hang out, like, I have lunch. He's, like, making people work out, like. It takes you have to have like a broken brain to be that good. Like you don't get to you have to live to different means. They talk about uh, uh, Lakers. Remember, talk about he was never really friends with Derek Fisher. They were playing together for 10 years. He's like, I I don't care. I just come to uh, play this game. I spend all day. I'm a freak. I'm a weirdo. Like that's what it took to get to this level, though. Like it it is what it is. And the the thing we tell the son, like, oh, you're not you want a birthday cake for, for your birthday. 
that that tells me you don't really want to be the best. Like, like it's I know it's depressing, but it's like literally this is not a regular mindset. But that doesn't that has nothing to do with the current situation of him in the transfer window. When no. they're talking about, oh well, you know, why did Gary Neville a bum ass talk about? Oh, why don't you say something? And then why don't you say something? First of all, do you not know how the media works? Yeah, he does. He's in it. They can be swayed against you. You should know because you're in the media now because you lost all your coaching jobs because you were garbage. That's why. <laughs> no, don't forget, I forgot about that Sevilla run. It didn't work out, buddy. Wait, was um, Sevilla, no, it was a Valencia, right? Valencia, whatever. In Spain, it didn't work, amigo. Um, so <laughs> um, when he's in, when he, if he was to say, oh, it's really in, if he does an interview like a sit down when he like with Piers Morgan, right? He sits down with goofy Piers Morgan. You know what they're going to say? It's crazy that in the last two weeks of the window, Ronaldo's making this about himself. He's putting his his own interest in his trying to force his move at a crucial time when the Cubs in shambles. Dead ass, that's the headline. Dead yeah. ass, that's what they would do. So Ronaldo writing on damn random in, uh, fan pages saying, in two weeks, I'll do a sit-down interview is to me extremely professional. So, and, hey, anything I can and say will be used against me. So sure. why not make a scene about this? Let my very expensive agent, George Mendez, do his damn job and keep working in the background. And when I get to a new seat in a new city or whatever the hell, or if I'm still here and we're just waiting for this to wait out, whatever the hell I want to do, Let's do that because I'd rather focus on winning, focus on playing my game, working out, training. Because while y'all writing headlines, he's literally probably working out right now. Like it's, it, 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 there's a bigger focus ahead. So I think it's really annoying this whole attitude. It's a lose lose mentality unless they win. Like if he's winning, his only option to like get fair treatment is they win every game and he scores two goals. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And even if they lost and he scored, they'd be like, oh, well, because the offense is predicated around him, they're losing. It's not the proper way of winning. It's always something, dog. It's a loss. If they win and he scores two goals, they'll say, oh, he's stifling Marcus Rashford. Like, yeah. Well, but how great is this for a 37 year old to be scoring at the behest of a 24 year old not getting shine? Like, Exactly. <laughs> It'll be anything. And honestly, it's just not fair. And honestly, like, I like Ronaldo, but it's like, it's not like I care that much, but I just feel like this isn't fair. And if it was another player, like, I would say the same thing, you know, like, sometimes it's unfair. You literally said yourself, what was the worst transfer that you gave an award for? You gave an award for what? Oh, yeah. Ronaldo to you Juve. Ronaldo. You <laughs> said that was a bad transfer. Yeah. So it's not like we're sitting here in a position of like, no matter what Ronaldo goes, you were mad. It's incumbent of, of bringing success. I was mad. I think it's a stupid ass thing, but whatever. Like uh, it's incumbent on success. That's not the case at all. It wasn't even the case remotely. It's about this club decided to get Ronaldo on their team. Right. To me, I don't know. What, what is your real intention? Like, are you really trying to win it all? Because it's not like they had this team built around. They're like, oh, Ronaldo's integral piece. They put Ronaldo on the team and they had to figure out where to put him. Oh, my God. So I don't really know what Man U wants to do moving forward. They're also not making statements defending their player in the media. So maybe we should talk about that, too, which they don't do. So I don't know, man. It just it, I think it's bullying. I think it's being handled incorrectly. And there's not any, as they would say, empirical evidence showing that Ronaldo is the benefactor and why they're losing every game. To me, I'm looking at that garbage midfield where you have 
a five foot nine midfielder, a five foot eight midfielder, and you have a five foot eight center back. So you're playing Brighton, who has like three guys that are six three. What, what, what are we doing here, dog? Yeah, this isn't you know. I mean, honestly, yeah, like it's just not fair. And yeah, hopefully it changes. And I, I think he's going to stay there. And like Manchester United is not going to be good. And it is what it is. Man, like, what did you say the worst thing about Netherlands is? They don't play defense, right? They don't have good defense in the league. Yeah, they they listen to Baldy and they signed the damn Argentinian tiny center back from from Netherlands. Of course, he's going to get it cracking in the Netherlands. It's different in the Premier League. Well, well, well. Actually, it's not. Uh, I didn't say that. What's his name said that? Um, who's the dude? What Cliver. The, no, not Cliver. Was it Cliver? Maybe it was Clavert or the other guy. I forgot it. Rude Gallet. Maybe one. Maybe one of them. Oh, so, Thomas Rongen. No, no. It was either Rude Gallet or uh, or Clavert. But I can't remember. But one of them was saying that um, the defense is terrible in the Netherlands. That's why it's easy to score goals. But um, but anyway, speaking of more drama, Caesar. Oh my goodness! This past weekend, we saw PSG win five two against Montpellier, who also has the homie. Uh, Valer Saint Germain, aka Germain Dupree. Um, PSG had some drama. Kylian Mbappe, uh, oh, he cut his hair. Kylian Mbappe goes to take a penalty. And unlike everything you'll read in the media, the, he did not miss it. The penalty was saved by Montpellier's goalie. So PSG went another penalty. And Caesar's cousin, Neymar, goes up to take the penalty. He's like, look, I'm going to take this penalty. And Mbappe's like, hey, man, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the number one penalty. They told me I take penalties. And Neymar's like, boy, get out of here, dude. I got this. You don't know ne- what I've been through. <laughs> Neymar steps up, and he scores a penalty. Later on in the match, uh, there's a, there's a counterattack. Vitinha has the ball, the Messi's to the right, and Mbappe's to the left. And yes, Mbappe is definitely wide open. Oh uh, yeah. He, yeah. He was the man was open. He's running in the Vitinha, clear. Vitinha's doing this. Yeah. With the ball. My man Mbappe was open. Yeah. Um the record showed the man was open. Yes, for sure. That's all he's getting out of this, but he was open. He should have received the ball for sure. I don't know if he was yelling, um, because sometimes you got to yell. But at least he's – and I kind of feel like he wasn't because he's, like, being, like, an asshole kind of. Like, oh, you should have – so he's like, dog, you got to scream, dog. Like, I mean, you do got to look up that way, though. No, I, and, 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 and Cesar, you know, like, sometimes you get the ball and, like, yeah. you, you're, you're focused. I mean, it only tells me what I already would expect that us you get in a guy like Vitinho. That's all I'm saying. Like, well, I think if, it, if it's anybody else, I'm sure they're like they've been playing together so long. It's different. This is a new guy too. Like well, this is like his third game in a PSG shirt. <laughs> I, I don't want to do that because honestly, you see that happen all the time. Like sometimes yeah, it, a player, sometimes you just be. You be yeah, I get it. Sometimes a player just doesn't see. It you. Happens to me. Happens to you. It, it happens. To, like you see that happen all the time. A player misses somebody. I've seen Mbappe do that many times um, to the point where I was like curious about it. Like what is he doing? But anyway, so uh, Vitinha does not see Mbappe. He passed the ball to Messi. Mbappe throws his hands up and starts like walking off the field during the play while the play is still going. When literally, actually, if he keeps running, Messi might might get him that rock, actually. Um, 
they end up winning the game and Mbappe ends up scoring a goal. Um, he doesn't celebrate. He just looks upset after he scores. Um, uh, they're trying to like say like, oh, he wasn't really looking happy before the match. There were some personal issues before the match. I don't really know about that. It just seems like they're trying to clean it up. But then you got after that, um, some, some, I think it's a Brazilian outlet talking about why would you let Mbappe take penalties? Neymar is such an amazing penalty taker. And Neymar liked the tweets, uh, stirring the pot, uh, whipping the bowl. Uh, um, and now we are where we are today. Hella drama at PSG. What's going on, C's? Well, I was talking to my cousin on WhatsApp. Um, he recently got unbanned for his wild actions on there. Um, uh, my boy, you know, this is the thing. If we're talking about penalty takers on this show, even in previous drama, we've been around the block on some PSG penalty drama. There was the Neymar v. Cavani situation, and it's a little weird. I will say this for Neymar, just to play, which I rarely do on a show, to be on Ronaldo's side. Ronaldo? I mean, to be on Neymar, uh, be on Neymar's side, in, in his, what, four years at PSG now? Four? Five, five. five years? He's only missed three PKs. He's only missed three the whole time. 27? I feel, two, I feel like oh, I feel like two of those were last season. And, and I don't even remember if they were misses or saves, which is even bigger. Like, uh, like he, he they could have been on frame. I don't really remember Ronaldo uh, Neymar skying. He's not. He he likes to do that slow gather. I think which they were, isn't a big power move. Like I he, think they he were. Likes to, he likes to finesse the 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 penalty in there. So I'm sure it got saved on some thug uh, goal, and it was probably in a very important situation, like a playoff. <laughs> anyway, so um, I'll give him that. Now there's all the rumors going on about Neymar being upset that now there's new power going on. Off season, we saw were basically uh, uh, Kilafi. Kilafi, what's his name? Uh, yeah, uh, was saying that Mbappe's part of the project, and then being like, "Oh, what about Neymar? He's yeah, on the team." I forgot. Yeah, he said. Remember, he said yeah. like it was he didn't shady. say he was a part of the project, but he's like Neymar's a part of the team. It's like something uh, like that. Yeah, but something. it's like you can also say he's a project too, but he's not. I mean, you know what it is. And then Neymar was like, "I don't know. They just told me I'm here still, so." I'm gonna keep playing. I'm like okay, Neymar said. Fine. Neymar said I have a contract and I'm staying. Exactly. And then also, yeah. Apparently, according to all Brazilian media, Neymar was in his grind set all summer. That's what he was doing. He was on his grind set. They were showing him having WhatsApp combos with girls, and the girls would be like, "You want to hang out?" And he's like, "I can't. I got a job to do." I was like, "Oh, yo, my dog shutting it down." Okay, sure, whatever. That, that's the Brazilian media saying. Bolsonaro doing his last help, hooking up Neymar for the very end. Just, just hooking up my dog before Lula come in. Um, I think the situation with Mbappe is, we said this, he was open? Yes. Should he got the ball there? Yes. Did he handle it atrociously? Absolutely. Um, if he he does that at 17 at Monaco, I'm like, come on, like, you're a kid. You got to get, you got to get that. You got to get that out of your system. Like, yeah. whatever, whoever's the coach. Whoever's his mentor, I don't know if it's Ramadel Falcon. You got to get that out of his system, dog. Like, make him not tell him tell him that, that if you got to haze him, whatever. Make sure he thinks about never doing that again in his career. Like, that's a serious stern talking to at seventeen. Granted, I feel like these players don't get that anymore, especially when they're a teenager. They kind of like they get the the royalty treatment, so you get away with a lot. And now he got the ultimate getaway where he gets to do whatever he's want. He's like the kingpin contract. 
um, when there's a lot bigger stars and vets still on the team. Like, technically, Neymar is still a bigger star. Like, Neymar has a whole continent that by far, him. by far. Like the, the um, and Messi, they're way bigger stars. Like, it'd be a better argument between Messi and Neymar in popularity than it would be in Mbappe with any of the latter. So he's still not accepting that he's not the biggest person. He handled it horribly. It was. I replayed it five times because I thought it was an offsides call, and he was mad at the ref. I'm like, oh, mm. did the ref do some dumbass call, and he's pissed because he's making a good run? Because I'd be pissed too if I'm I'm gearing up to do this run, and he and he makes some dumb call. I'm like, come on now. But I'm like watching the play continue. I'm like, yo, this is still going on. He he's like he pulled some like weird wide receiver thing that if it was NFL dead ass, he's cut. <laughs> like dead ass, it's like. He's probably cut. Well, like it, it was some diva play, and it's it makes me honestly a little sad. Like I I, I don't want to see that because I like Mbappe a lot as a player. He's a worldly talent, and that is the last thing he needed to be doing. Like that that was not what he needed to be doing at all. No, and honestly, it's uh, I mean that comparison, like in the like if in football, it's different because if the if the quarterback throws it over there like you're out of the play now like it's no, over the play always resets but soccer is live yeah, you, 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 you still have a chance you know mm. um this is what i think and this is speculation mm. but what i think is thanks for prefacing that it's speculation yes uh psg they're they be thugging as an organization they let Rabio sit on that bench for an entire season because he wasn't gonna uh because he wasn't gonna resign that contract yeah um and this is what I think. Like, like PSG is vindictive, and hopefully Caesar is listening to me. I'm listening to you. Don't ever in your life. Um, literally, I'll be listening to you talk. You'd be like, mm, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> Caesar, I mean, PSG, I think they were mad that Mbappe wanted to leave to Real Madrid last year. And they were mad that he came out publicly and said that he wanted to leave and he felt threatened and everything. They bullied him into making into signing that new contract, and now they're and then they coddled him like, "Yeah, we're going to give you all this money. Yeah, it's going to be you're going to be the boss." Uh-huh. They, got the, they got the president jumping in. Yeah, they got the president Mbappe. talking about it. Oh, he's the face of French football in France. I'm like, Jesus Christ! They're, they're telling him all this stuff before the season. Like, yeah, it's going to be all you. Oh my God, yeah. And then the season rolled around, and they probably told Neymar behind the scenes, "Look, you're still the best player on the team." They told Messi, look, dude, we're going to do this because of you. Yeah. And Mbappe thought he was in charge. And, and, and all the rumors about Neymar leaving, they probably leaked that list. Remember that list that came out, all the players that it, supposedly Mbappe wanted to leave? It was probably real. And he probably sent it to them, and they probably sent it right to the media. And he was That's like, oh. Very, that is very random to make up. And he was probably like, oh, my God. Like They were like, I don't know how that got out. <laughs> you know, They're like, we don't know. But they, Sometimes, you know, sometimes co- corporations will leak things to impose power. Yeah, because it's gonna all it does is make Mbappe look bad. It doesn't make PSG look bad. It's no, like, it look makes, at this little diva we're taking care of. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So they probably so PSG probably promised him all this stuff, but at the end of the day, they're like, Yeah, no, like you know, Gautier probably said, Neymar, you take it. <laughs> like well, uh, Gautier is like getting his first experience running running a club with mega stars. It's always cute when a, a, a manager has phenomenal ability to rally young or or mid-level talent or not as popular players that's dope that's an extremely good talent to have 
But ask any of the previous PSG bosses what the hardest part of the job was. They're probably not even talking about just getting on the field. It's about, like, managing the talent, like, making everybody happy. A, A coach's job is also to keep morale high and chemistry high. And on a team like PSG, that's very hard. Yeah, Real Madrid, sure. you have built-in cohesion. So no matter who you're subbing in, the unit has been at least 10 deep for the last tw- 10 years. Like, we're barely seeing people leave now last season. And then you look in the field, it's the same damn lineup as last year that started. Well, since there, any team has built-in uh, cohesion, I feel like. Yeah. like most but, like Some teams are like, but PSG, it's like, that's, even, that's a tough one to like. Th- yeah, you're right. It's not just about the cohesion. It's about. How the behavior is, though, how does a team behave through these situations? Like, even if they may all get along, but do they have like all a winning mentality? Like, what is the what is the 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 culture of the locker room? Exactly, a culture is is even because they could all be buddies. I've seen Brody spend summers with and and with all the guys. They all have pictures together, paredes, whatever. But what's the culture in there like? Is it like grind set or is it like oh? um we're just buddies. Like we're just out here vibing. Let's go play. Like what? What is really going on here? And also, the, I mean, it's hard to know if these reports are real, but they're saying like Mbappe was like a little bit mad because, like, the power that Neymar had, like he can kind of do what he wants and stuff like that. And I can imagine like that. I can imagine that would be annoying or like seeing somebody being lazy and training and stuff like that, and nobody says anything. Um, whoa, but um, <laughs> but yeah, like. We'll see what happens. I would imagine, like, they'll, they got to go into, um, you know, uh, they got to fix things in, in the media. And for sure, I would imagine next next match, like, they'll be all hugging each other and stuff. But we will see. And, um, yeah, we'll see. Because I, I've seen I've seen Mbappe be a ball hog before. Um, I haven't really seen that from Neymar as much at PSG. I've seen him more, like, hold the ball, but not ball mm. hog. But I've seen Mbappe ball hog before and take like ridiculous shots when he's uh, mad, just like from hella far out. Me too. I- I've seen him be petulant in a way that I've never seen Neymar actually be petulant. Yeah. I've seen Neymar be petulant kind of to the opposition, but I've seen Mbappe like get mad at the team and like do stuff that sabotages the his own team. When I've seen Neymar frustrated, the only thing that happens is that I think he do- he starts to like play in like a tunnel vision he does like Mbappe it seems more of a reactor and like a frustrator like he he's very expressive on the field on like and and honestly you can be expressive like Ronaldo's extremely expressive right like he's very expressive but he's like still he's still driven to finish off the play like it's maybe after the play is over the ball's out of bounds it's not like while he has the ball the position going Mbappe's handling at the wrong times like if the ball gets kicked back over there, I don't care how much pouting you do, as long as you're walking back to the onsides and setting up again. I don't really care what a player's doing when the ball's over there, whatever. But if you're on a live play and it's in action on your possession, that's a problem for you to react like that. That's a no, real he, problem. He literally stopped, did his hand like this, and started walking. And then, the and field. you know what's funny? He literally noticed that he was doing some dumb, dumbass stuff right there because you saw him like kind of turn back and realize that it's still running around. Like when soccer is funny, like when you're like, even I've like been annoyed about something, you have that little space and then you're like, oh my God, like it's still here. And you got to like get back in there. Like, oh my God. So he he's doing that in the live play, not even in the penalty box. Like, doggy, you're still like far away. And he's like noticing Vitinha still has the ball and it's still going on. Cause if you could have ran, he could have still been in the play for the opportunity. So yeah, he realized it and 
and had no retribution, like had no regret for it, but still realizing I was like, oh, this is bad. And it just it also shows like there's just no leaders on PSG. No. Where's Marquinhos to come scream on him? Like, no, that, where's that, no, Neymar? There's no, there's no like Thiago Silva. There's no, no like, there's none of that. Well, where is anybody to come scream on him? Like, come uh, on. Allegedly, dude. the reports are that like it was they they, they hashed it out the beef. Um, uh, the, I know the reports are saying that Sergio Ramos had had took him to the side talk. That's what they're saying. That's what it is. I know Sergio sure. Ramos is the dude. To do that, he's done that round. He's he's has talked to play whatever. I, but I don't know if he has that in, that that in post. I saw that video of him bumping Messi at practice, and Messi was not feeling. It. I was like, I, I don't know, well, dog. Caesar, the thing is, like, on a play like that, you're gonna run up to your teammate during the play. Like, you're gonna be like, Yo, what are you or doing? on that water break? Whatever it takes. No, do. dude, you're gonna do it right then. Like, if I'm you know behind that play and I see him do that, I'm gonna run right up to him. You know, and, like I do that, Rudiger would. Oh, yeah. crazy dog. like i'm gonna run up and grab him and alaba would the all field. the guys would remember yeah, what like, the, the remember that play where um rodrigo like um hella bumped the liverpool dude or whatever and like alaba literally grabbed him by his like shirt and then threw him over there like and just like threw him not just like threw him out of the area like now yeah. you're now you're here and i remove you from the situation yeah. physically like yeah you get your head back in the game let's go play like this enough of this like exactly um, I would want. I would love to go off on this some more, but um, see, we got to do an update on your boy uh, Benjamin Mendy. Um, mm. he is getting like more and more charges by the day. His trial is ongoing right now. They're saying he r worded somebody in the shower. Um, he had like it seemed like all he of had, that is absolutely horrendous and disgusting. Um, it seemed like he um he had like some like kind of dungeon situation in in his apartment. Oh um. God. I mean, this is this latest article is uh, pretty graphic, to be honest with you. But um, it, it seems like he's going to be found guilty. I don't know, like what's going to happen when he's as he's found guilty, but um, it seems like a really just like a serial rapist situation, um, c- kind of similar to uh, Darren Sharper. Like he, yeah, I'm thinking it's like almost bastards. Is it similar to the Darren Sharper situation? I mean, a little bit. Di- I think Darren Sharper was like a was uh drugging people and stuff but um yeah it, it seems like he has a lot of things to answer to uh him and some other guy i guess a friend of his that's uh also being tried in this situation um yeah and, and i read that article it's gross i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna talk about it on the show because it's kind of wild but um yeah benjamin mindy it looks like he's gonna be uh going to jail uh, it doesn't look like he's going to be found innocent by any means. I don't know what's going on with who, who, whoever it was at Everton who was allegedly touching on children. We haven't gotten no update on that. They were saying it was Gilfie Sigerson, who has not popped up anywhere since then. I saw his shirt, though, for sale online. <laughs> I was like, damn. You would. Um, I would never buy an Iceland shirt in my damn life. But it's just interesting. It's like, okay, are we just not going to talk about this? Because it wasn't like he was like 35 years old. Like, he just disappeared. And what's going on with the situation? He got to vanish a little bit of it. That's not really right. He got to what? He got to vanish a little bit off it. That's not really right. He should be held accountable in the, in, uh, in public. He He's only 32. Um, let's see. Uh I mean, the Iceland Iceland paper said that he was arrested for uh, alleged child sex offenses. 
Um, but there is... does Iceland have like um, not as an egregious punitive action for people to go to prison as well? Well, he got arrested in England. Like he was. Because a... I remember there was like a gamer that got arrested or something like that in like um, in Europe, and he only got fourteen years. But he like damn near like uh, Merson. But that's because they. I guess they're not as like aggressive on prison charges. Oh, I, I'm not sure to be honest with you. But... I wonder. I, I wonder what like Iceland is like in terms of like uh, charging people. He was arrested um, by mm. the Manchester police, and yeah, he's just uh, kind of sitting there. And not that I'm trying to give a uh, Benjamin Mendy a pass, but it's just like we get we're getting a lot of updates on this case, and I'm like, damn, whatever happened to Guilfi Sigerson, dude? That's a fair question. Yeah, what do we got? Like two minutes here? Uh, is there some ooh ah rumors? Oh, I guess uh, Tilo Carrer finally went to West Ham. I think it was like ten oh. million. Oh, that's not bad. That's not a bad pickup. One of the worst uh, defenders I've ever seen. One of the most mistake-prone defenders ever. And they were talking. They're talking about a young, a young phenom. I remember when this fool was on uh, an interview saying, "Like, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, if I'm right-footed or left-footed, really, you know, I'm good with each one." And then he tried to pass that ball back to uh, to uh, uh, Gigi Buffon against Manchester United with his left foot, and that shit got intercepted by Lukaku. You're, you're right-footed, no, you're right-footed homie. <laughs> we found out. Thank you, though. Yes. Thanks for the update. We, we, good thing we found out an important game. Uh, right. Um, they're trying to say that um, Pulisic might go to either Man U or Newcastle. On loan. They're saying Man U on loan maybe, but Newcastle will be a real transfer potentially. Mm. I hope he goes Newcastle. <laughs> you, okay. The, 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 the Captain America, a.k.a. Trumpster, hope he goes to Newcastle. Seriously, the election. Newcastle, they don't let you mess around out there, dog. <laughs> Election denier. Uh, as long as away from Leeds, I'm down. To be honest with you, I feel like he's a good player. I don't really know why he's not uh, getting doing doing better. Really, at Chelsea, he has a lot of talent, but he's not a real finisher. Hmm. Uh, there also a lot of talent. Like he can get it cracking, but he doesn't have the turn and just like crank it in there. Yeah. Um. They were talking about Ndombele, who is literally only 23. Crazy. Yeah, what is he doing right now? They were saying that he was going to go to Napoli, but this is saying that he's not. So yeah, he's I'm, like, I'm not trying to go to a place that hates Africans. Yeah. So we'll see. Um. Oh, go back to Leon, dog. Damn. Well, he wasn't. He was there last season. Yeah. For, Champions League run. Let's get some Champions League cracking. Nah, he was there last season on loan. They he didn't play no Champions League, but um. What's the name? Um, and they're talking about uh, Casemiro to Man U a little bit too. Yeah, well, good luck. I'm down for that actually. If he, he would get a cracking over there too. No, I, I'm okay. I'd be I'd be down because it's like I'll miss I, him though. That's my baby, but all right. He, he's 30. Like go out there and make some That's money. My dog, but yeah, yeah. But anyway, we made a podcast episode 267. Freestyle, go. Uh, oh, oh, I forgot. Freestyle, go. <laughs> I forgot. It's gonna no. Nah, you you're saying that because you know it's gonna freestyle. Cut off. Start it off, dog. Let's go. Ready? You know, go. It's, you know it's gonna cut off. That's why. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Actually, damn. So you got me turned up off uh off uh PSG and Ronaldo. You got me turned up. Yep, that's the show. You got that shirt that say Wu Tang from the slums of Shaolin. That's Lakewood, California. It can get scary when you legendary, you legendary, you legendary, you legendary, you legendary, you legendary.